Hi, this is Terry McCarty, and welcome to another uh, Reviews and Otherwise. And for today, this will be uh, lightning round uh, as short as I can make possible. Uh, first, uh, a film that's one of the better uh, adaptations of Stephen King, and that's uh, The Boogeyman, and uh, right now it's probably um, starting its uh, uh, departure from theaters, but it's uh, worth uh, seeing for the three lead performances, and uh, uh, Sophie Thatcher, who, those of you who watch uh, uh, Yellow Jackets and Showtime are already acquainted with, uh, and playing her younger sister, Vivian Vera Blair, who those, uh, myself included, who watched the Disney Plus Obi-Wan Kenobi miniseries are acquainted with her as the uh, girl-child uh, version of uh, Princess Leia. And uh, currently enjoying a career upswing, um, uh, Chris Messina as the as the father who uh, loses his wife, the girl's mother, and uh, uh, has some serious uh, bereavement and repression problems going on, and. Uh, Basically, the movie is about uh, bereavement and repression, and it works well for two-thirds of the time when it's uh, psychological, and then uh, once you go for literal-mindedness, big scary monster stuff, uh, not so much. So, uh, recommending why you can still find it in theaters. And going from that to in theaters and on demand, uh, Mary Heron's uh, Land, which uh, has a not bad first half and uh, enjoyable performances by Ben Kingsley playing Salvador Dali and uh, the fine and mostly known to foreign film uh, buffs Barbara Sukawa playing the wife uh, Gala and it's mostly set in 1974-75 and you view the dollies through the lens of a uh, young man working for uh, art dealer and he goes through the you know now cliched uh, plot developments of, you know, being sort of seduced, abandoned, and uh, uh, put in the story to, to be disillusioned, and probably at its best uh, with Dolly Land, you get an idea of uh, uh, with uh, Salvador and uh, Gala, the whole thing of trying to repress aging and uh, in Salvador Dali's case try to keep keep the legend uh, going and 
if you look at Wikipedia, uh, the film is basically avoiding things like uh, Dolly's uh, later embrace of Catholicism and earlier uh, sucking up to the uh, Franco-fascist regime in Spain. And really, um, like the late Ed Pressman has a uh, producing credit on this and that gives you an idea of this being conceived as a very, you know, uh, conventional Hollywood structure uh, project and it's not the best thing Mary Heron's made. The, actually, the film she did about uh, trying to deprogram the Manson girls uh, that came uh, had the misfortune of coming out the same summer as uh, as uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, where basically the Tarantino superfans couldn't hold his film and her film in, in uh, both hands, and probably some of them weren't aware of her film, but... Uh, um, Anyway, um, regarding Dollyland as a experience, I would say pass on it in the theater and uh, rent it uh, to watch the lead performances and uh, don't, uh, I mean, if you go in with uh, like, to watching it with like low to modest expectations, you won't be uh, overly disappointed. And finally, uh, uh, Glenda Jackson passed away earlier on uh, June 15th, the, the day I'm recording this, and uh, uh, because she took 23 years and uh, served uh, it with dignity in the UK Parliament. Uh, most youngsters today aren't uh, probably familiar with her work. And a lot of the American or American finance pictures she did were either romantic comedy, uh, like the two she did with George Siegel, the acclaimed uh, uh, a Touch of Class, and the more obscure uh, Lost and Found, and and the two she did with Walter Matthau, uh, House Calls, which was a big hit in 1978, and uh, from what I remember of it, it's probably not going to age uh, all that well, but it's like the... Uh, her and Matthau are, are fun to watch together and, and she made like a one scene appearance in, uh, much later in uh, uh, Hopscotch which was like about 1981 directed by uh, Ronald Neem and that film has a decent rep today I mean to the point of where it Years ago, it did get a uh, release uh, as part of the Criterion Collection. But in in terms of the Glenda Jackson films I've seen, I would say seek out uh, 
the music lovers, which is uh, Richard Chamberlain playing Tchaikovsky, and uh, it's basically, uh, you know, quintessential uh, 70s Ken Russell, you know, there's facts in there somewhere, there's uh, legend in there, and there's the kind of the usual uh, flourishes and outrageousness, and uh, it's uh, worth uh, looking up, and uh, I've, I've never seen the, the, from that same period, John Schlesinger's uh, Sunday Bloody Sunday, unless I've seen portions but that's her, Peter Finch, and uh, Murray Head, uh, who, uh, as a singer, had the one hit with uh, uh, One Night in Bangkok from Jess, and and that's the bisexual triangle, which was groundbreaking uh, for its period and had a screenplay by former New Yorker critic uh, Penelope Juliet. So that that one's probably worth. Actually, uh, Sunday Body Sunday is playing on uh, Tubi, and there's also another film of hers I haven't seen on Tubi, which is um, the Return of the Soldier, and it has its mid '80s has an impressive cast. Uh, uh, Glenda is the. Julie Christie and Margaret as the three female leads, uh, Alan Bates and Frank Finley. So that that's also in Tubi. And uh, I remember seeing this next film in uh, English class in high school. Uh, the early 70s, uh, Mary Queen of Scots, uh, where Glenda plays Elizabeth I to uh, to Vanessa Redgrave's uh, Mary, and it's one of those Hal Wallace productions, and I believe like uh, Charles Jarrett uh, directed, and as a, you know, Hollywood British uh, kind of soap opera uh, treatment of the story, it's uh, certainly uh, worth uh, seeking out and uh, on that note all I can say is with Glenda Jackson she was her own person on screen, on stage television and uh, certainly when she served in, in uh, Parliament and you could say that uh, uh, she's a a singular uh, achievements, but also the Betty Davis of uh, certainly of her generation. And uh, on that note, um, I better uh, wind this down and uh, thank you ever so much for listening. And if you like what you've been hearing, please don't hesitate to recommend it via your favorite form of social media. And I'm not sure when I'll be back next, but I 
hope it's uh, not too uh, long of a duration. And uh, thanks ever so much for listening, and uh, bye for now.